This week on Red Astray, I'm going to be reading chapters 30 and 31 from the first Keeper for the Lost Cities book by Shannon Messenger. Chapter 30 Sophie gagged as she licked open her locker. Elwyn's choice again? She whined to Dex. In the three weeks since midterms, they'd already suffered through burned hair and sweaty feet flavors. Ellen was on a roll. Dex plugged his nose as he licked his panel, but he still winced. Ugh, that's exactly how I imagined a fart would taste. Sophie giggled and grabbed a small scroll waiting on top of her shelf. A special assignment from the universe mentors. Each list had six stars that fit some sort of pattern, and each prodigy was supposed to bottle and a sample of the starlight from each, figure out what the pattern was, and choose a seventh star that fit the others. She and Dex had plans to work together that night. He took her to Moonglade, a wide, round meadow filled with thousands of fireflies flickering in the darkness. Everyone else goes to Siren Rock, Dex explained as he set up the stellarscope, which looked like a bent, upside-down spyglass. But it's so crowded there, it's hard to find space to work. Plus, the view's better here. He pointed to the sky, where billions of stars sparkled through the inky black, and then handed her a thick wad of star maps. Finding stars takes forever, so let's tag team it. First star on my list is Amaranthus. Sophie stared at the sky following the trail she'd already memorized. It's their fourth star to the left of Lambentine. Dex's jaw dropped. How do you know that? Photographic memory, remember? I know, but the stars. She nodded smugly. Wow, well, awesome. He stuffed the maps into his bag and attached a small spyglass bottle, a small glass bottle to a spout at the wider end of the stellarscope. Want to go first? She took the scope from him and held it up to her eyes. How does this work? It's easy. You find the star and use the knobs to isolate it. He came up behind her and used one arm to level the scope. His other arm wrapped around her and his hands slid her fingers down to a cluster of dials. Sorry, um, is this okay? He asked as she stiffened. Sure. But it was strange having him so close. She could feel her cheeks warm and was glad it was too dark for him to see her blush. Dex cleared his throat. Did you find Am Amaranthus? Yep. Good. Then turn the knobs until you see the star change color. Flip the lever with and flip the lever by your thumb. The stellar scope will do the rest. She did as he said, and the bright purple flash filled the bottle, and the glass clinked as the scope sealed the light in. It only took them a few minutes to bottle, to fill bottles with scarlet light from Runby, yellow light from Oro, pale blue light from Azulio, deep orange light from Clobretilla, and dark blue light from Indigene. Dex stared at the six twinkling bottles, scratching his head. I don't see a pattern. It's the colors of the spectrum. She rearranged the bottles in the right order. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, and violet. What's missing? Green! Can you find Zeline? She pointed to an isolated star on the left. There. He bottled the deep green glow. This will be the first time I get it right. I usually just pick a random star and try to bluff. 
Sophie laughed and dug her list from her pocket. Her starts were much harder to find, and she had to really push her memory. But eventually, she had bottles of silver, gold, black, white, copper, and green light. Any idea what the pattern is? Dex asked. I'm not sure. Something felt familiar. A shadow of an idea. Not formed enough to make sense. She poured through her memories, scrounging for the clue she was missing. The pieces clinked. Clicked. Elementine. What's the pattern? I don't know, but I know Elementine is right. She grabbed the stellarscope. Are you sure? I've never heard of it before. I think I would know better than you. Besides, why would I make that up? Good point. She followed strange trails through the stars as minutes ticked by. I know it's there. She focused on the dark space and fiddled with the dials. I don't see anything, Dex told her. I think it's just really far away. More turning and adjusting. Still nothing. Dex was getting fidgety when she finally said, There! And flipped the latch. The stellarscope hummed, then turned white hot. Sophie yelled and dropped the scope. What happened? Ow, 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 ow! She waved her hands, trying to cool the burning, but the pain made her eyes water. Let me see. Dex took a jar of moonlight from his bag and grabbed her wrists, shining the light on them. Whoa, are you okay? She wanted to be brave, but her eyes teared when she saw the purple welts on her palms. What should I do? Dex asked, sounding frantic. She tried to think through the pain. She could go home, but she wasn't sure how Granny and Adeline would help. What she really needed was a doctor. Her face fell as she realized what she had to do. Can you get my imparter from my satchel? She'd been carrying it with her ever since the cheating disaster. Dex dug through her bag until he found the silver square. Who are we calling? She sighed. Elwyn. Chapter 31. Now you're calling me at home and dragging me out of bed? Maybe it was better when you were afraid of me, Elwyn teased. His smile faded when she showed him the blackish-purple blisters on her hands. How did you do that? I was just trying to bottle the light from Elementine. Elementine? He pulled a small pot from his satchel and spread a thick green salve over the burns. Never heard of it. I told you it wasn't real, Dex said. But I found it, she insisted as Elwyn sprinkled purple powder on top of the salve. The scope got really hot when I flipped the latch, and it burned me. Owen wrapped her hands in thick blue cloth. I've never heard of that happening, and it's its always an adventure with you. Sophie, I'll give you that. The annoying part was she couldn't argue. Why did weird things keep happening to her? Is that helping the pain? Owen asked. Yes, thanks. Good. He poured a bottle of youth over the cloth, soaking it through. Did you bottle the light? I don't know. In all the chaos, she hadn't bothered to look. I'll check. Dex ran over to the scope, which was still where Sophie had dropped it. There's something in it, but it's weird. Don't touch it, Owen ordered. Last thing I need is another patient. Sophie hung her head. I'm sorry I woke you. Don't worry about it. Gives me a good story to tell tomorrow. She sighed. Morella and Keith were going to have a field day with this. Ellen unwrapped her hand. The blisters were gone, but the skin was red and raw. He stroked his chin. That should have worked better. It doesn't hurt anymore. That's because the salve numbs you. I'm going to have to make a stronger balm. Wait right here. She nodded miserably. Where would she go? Ellen glittered away, and Dex popped, plopped beside her. You don't have to wait with me. Like I would leave you in the middle of nowhere at night, injured. What kind of a friend do you think I am? But you must be cold. Nope. 
I can regulate my body temperature. See? He touched her cheek and she was surprised how warm his skin was. Want me to teach you how to do it tomorrow? I can't. I'm going to Fitz and Vienna's. Ugh. Another day at that place. Be sure to wear your crown. Are you ever going to stop that? Doesn't look like it. They're my friends. I wish you could be a little nicer about it. Hey, I hold a lot back. She laughed. Somehow, I doubt that. He ripped a handful of grass and tossed it away. You just like seeing Wonder Boy. Please don't tell me you have some stupid crush on him. Of course not. She could feel her cheeks blush and was glad once again for the darkness. Dex ripped through more grass by the roots. Then, what is it? Why do you like him? He's the one who found me. As soon as the words left her mouth, she realized she'd slipped. Dex stiffened. That's a story you haven't told me. I know. She tried not to talk about her past. It brought up too many questions and she didn't she didn't have answers to. Here's there's a lot you don't tell me, isn't there? Like your session in the level four wing. It's not remedial studies, is it? He waited for her to deny it. She didn't. What do you really do there? I can't tell you. Does Wonder Boy know? She sighed. Yes. He was quiet for a long time, mutilating more innocent blades of grass. Well, that stinks. I didn't tell him, if that's what you're thinking. He's just involved, so he gets to know certain things. They sat in silence, destroying the grass and waiting for the other to speak. Dex finally sighed. I'm sorry, I'm being a jerk. I'm sorry, too. I hate keeping secrets from you. You're my best friend. His head snapped up. I'm your best friend? She shrugged, looking away. If you want to be. Are you kidding? Of course. She smiled. Do you think you could do me a favor, then? Sure. Anything. Could you keep the bashing, keep the fits bashing to a minimum? Ugh, anything but that. Please, Dex. He glowered at the ground. Fine, but I'm only doing it for you. I still won't like him. She smiled at his stubbornness. Thank you. That means a lot. Light flashing in front of them, and Elwyn reappeared, clutching a pot of ointment. Okay, let's see those hands again. Sophie crinkled her nose as he spread the golden sludge across her burns. Ew, Elwyn, what is that stuff? Trust me, you don't want to know. It needs to sit for a minute, so let's see this starlight you bottled. He knelt next to the stelloscope and his brows furrowed. What is it? Dex asked. I don't know. He tapped the bottle quickly with one fingertip. It's cold. What star did you say it came from? Elementine. Doesn't sound familiar. Well, don't do anything with this until you show Sir Astin. And be careful. He gently removed the bottle from the st- from the scope and handed it to Dex. Then he wrapped the bottle in one of his rags and tucked it into Sophie's bag. He checked Sophie's hands again, and this time the burns were totally gone. Thanks, Owen, she mumbled. That's what I'm here for. You guys okay now? Yep, we're going home. Good. Come by my office tomorrow, Sophie. I want to make sure I didn't miss anything. She sighed. He said he should set up a permanent spot for her. All right. My work here is done. Here. Get home safe. Oh, and Sophie, better wash your hands. Like, 20 times. Sophie didn't feel like getting into a whole long story. When, so when Gradine and Adeline asked how her 
Night went. She just shrugged and said, Good. Then she took the longest, hottest, soapiest shower of her life. She planned to tell them in the morning, but one of the griffins escaped, so she figured she'd tell them about it when she got home. Maybe by then, her mentors would have explained what went wrong. She got to school early to stop by Elwyn's office discreetly. He was pleased with the healing, but made her drink some sour medicine just to be safe. She planned to ask Sir Connolly about the strange starlight during elementalism, but he had her bottling planned, and she almost caught her cape on fire. Twice. He gave her a thick, boring-looking book on fire-catching to read before finals. Stupid cape. The worry caught up with her in the cafeteria. It seemed she was the only one who had any problems with the starlight assignment, which did not bode well for her grade. It didn't help that as soon as she set out her bottle, Sir Astian frowned. Where's your seventh star? She bit her lip. She had been hoping he wouldn't count. Something weird happened. The stellarscope burned me when I bottled it. His eyes widened, but he shook his head. No, that's absurd. It couldn't be. Do you want to see the bottle? I think there's something wrong with it, but you tell me. She dug the bottle out of her, the bundle out of her satchel. The icy chill stung her fingers even through the thick fabric, and it was heavier than the other bottles, almost like there was something solid inside. The glow was blinding when she unwrapped it. Sir Astian was always pale, but he looked downright ghostly as he jumped back and screamed, Don't move! She froze. Should I wrap it back up? I said, Don't move! I need to think. He started pacing, mumbling incoherently. Okay, will you please tell me what this is? You're freaking me out. He laughed darkly. Have you ever heard of quintessence? The fifth element? I thought that was just a myth. I'm sure you've heard it's a myth, but the element is real. Quintessence is light in its truest, most powerful form. Under the right conditions, that little bottle could blow up this whole building, or worse. She gulped. What was worse than blowing up a building? What do we do? I have no idea. He wrung his hands. How did this happen? I don't know. I was just trying to fit the pattern. The pattern was metals. The stars on the list have metallic-toned light. You should have bottled something bronze or brass. Not this. He gestured wildly at the bottle. Her cheeks flamed. Now that he mentioned it, the pattern did seem pretty obvious. Obvious. I'm sorry. For some reason, I thought I needed to find Elementine. He froze. Where did you learn that name? I don't know. Probably from one of those star maps I memorized. No, Sophie, I never taught you that name. No one teaches that name. His voice was hushed, barely audible. That explained why Dax and Ellen had never heard of it. But I had to learn it here, she insisted. How else would I know it? I have no idea. Elementine is one of the five unmapped stars. Only the counselors know their exact locations, and no one is allowed to bottle their light. He swallowed loudly. You've broken a very serious law, Sophie. This will merit a tribunal to decide what how you should be punished.